just like the ninja in Japan. We've spent many years honing our craft. You give us 10 minutes and we'll make you a marketing ninja. This is Ninja Marketing in 10 minutes, quick and to the point. We'll show you how to use the LinkedIn platform to generate business. We are the silent assassins flying into your LinkedIn profile. We do our work quickly and efficiently and then vanish. Become a LinkedIn black belt ninja. This is Ninja Marketing in 10 minutes. Hello and welcome, Ninja fans. If you're on Series 8, then you're hooked. So uh, last time we were talking about endorsements and recommendations and uh, they're sort of at the bottom of your profile, but equally as important as, as, the, as the things at the top of your profile and obviously massage the LinkedIn algorithms. So today we're going to be talking about targeting, uh, which brings me to a bit of a soapbox rant because I had an email from LinkedIn today to tell me about how LinkedIn members were getting sick of being spammed. And I think we can all relate to that. And that's why targeting is so important because your profile is uh, created in a way that enables recruiters or people business to business, business to consumer to be able to interact with you. And you can call it interaction or you can call it targeting, but it is really, really important. And it's the difference between good communication and bad communication. So we're going to be talking about the importance of targeting today and some of the tools that you can use on LinkedIn to make sure you get it right. So over to you, Ian. How are we going to get it right? Right. Well, I think it's one of these things where we might spend one or two sort of sessions going around marketing because as you just sort of alluded to, you know, the old-fashioned marketing sort of like, you know, your direct mails or your your spamming is is throw enough stuff at the wall and see what sticks. But in in that same process, you're going to end up annoying a lot of people in in, Mm. in the process. So... It certainly surged this year oh, as well because of the pandemic. You know, it's, you can, <clears throat> even we yeah. can see a lot in our inboxes. Yeah, I mean, again, I get so many a day, as probably a lot of other people do, and it's people all over the world, no relevance, and then you just get the standard, I'd like you to add you to my network. And I said, well, there's no reason to. So mm. targeting, I drill it into, you know, I think with my background in marketing coaching, it's just the most important type because so many people spend so much time Designing lovely copies, isn't it? Beautiful mm. flyers, lovely designed emails. Well, it doesn't. If your targeting's wrong, it's a complete waste of time. Yeah. So, targeting is so so critical. So we're sort of going to go spend a little bit of time now, just saying why is it you know why is it important and what does targeting actually mean? And then on the the the, the, the next podcast, we're going to then say right, how can you then use the various different platforms? Because some of you will have basic, some premium, and you your professionals out there will have your sales navigator. So, why is it so important? And it's the, the whole concept of marketing is you go and find your target market, and then you 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 find the biggest concentration of them, and then you send something through to them that's going to grab their attention. Mm. So. It's like some of the targeting that we get through on the uh, on the target research mm. uh, forms, where they'll just select every industry. 
Oh yeah, or people, or every yeah. or every job title and things like that. And I suppose <laughs> it, it's it, it's so broad. And I think do they, do these people actually know their customer? No, I think that's 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 a great point because how many times do you talk to people and they go, oh, we we, we sell to everybody. Mm. I've got a pulse. We'll sell to them as everybody, <laughs> um, but. You'll have certain products or certain services that relate better to certain target people because it's it's responding with a solution to a potential challenge that they have. Mm. And I know a lot of if you've got contact manager systems, have the facility. I think they call them personas, don't they? What does your ideal target market sector look like? And you could have dozens of these, couldn't you? Mm. Because the messaging and the the hook, or what we call the golden nugget, which is what we're going to talk about in future podcasts, is what's going to make that person take some action mm. will be different to those target segments. Mm. So as, as you just said, sometimes people really don't know. They haven't done this basic work in their own business to start with. So what I tend to say is sometimes, go and do a bit of market research. You've probably got a handful of your some dream clients. If you're already in business, you've got some people that are a joy to deal with. They always pay on time. They're never difficult. So ideally, you want some more of those. Mm. So you go and look at what's what what what's what makes them different. You know, what are they in an age bracket? Are they in certain industries? Are they in certain sizes of business? Do they have certain job titles? Mm. Do they? Are there certain seniority levels within those businesses? Mm. Do they tend to be, you know, you can have privately limited companies or government or training or not-for-profit. So you're drilling down to see what those people look like. Mm. It's a bit like going to a, like this morning I was on a networking event and I was talking to people about getting a specific target. So imagine if, you know, back in the day when we used to physically go to a networking event, Imagine if you'd gone to that network you know, with your product or service and there was 25, 30 people in there and every one of those people was somebody that would be an ideal client for you. Mm. That's why it's important to target. Yeah. And I think also think about your relevance to that target market exactly. as well because I know that we've worked mm. with people perhaps that haven't positioned themselves uh, well in terms of their target audience. Mm. Uh, and... Um, it's got to it's got to be aligned so we're talking so the key tips then really are the research element so you, you you're looking at well what you know what you see your existing customer base your existing customer base or all your competitors competitor analysis yeah go and see what other people are doing you know if you've got if you've got other competitors just go and have a look at what you know we talked mm-hmm. about testimonials last time didn't you? yeah yeah i mean that's probably a naughty thing to do but it's it's all fair in it's it's market all, research yeah, isn't it so you're going to do a bit of market research to see what sort of people they're targeting. Yeah. Because like you said, that there's that relevance then of your product or service that's going to be right for those people. And then we're going to show you say, how to find the biggest concentration of those sectors. Mm. Because then let's say if you have a if you have a three to let's say if you have a two percent, let's be cautious there, a two percent response rate or engagement level from a highly targeted smaller group let's say you've got 500 people mm. and you've got two percent response rate what's that 10 mm. <laughs> so that's sorry that's that's 10 inbound inquiries from that target market is far better than getting you know 
having a huge target market yeah. and getting like 0.005% to 10,000 because it's such a waste of time and effort, isn't it? And it's really interesting when we start to build target profiles for our clients, you know, what we generally say is we'll put this information in and, and see how many people are, uh, are out there on LinkedIn. Mm, and yeah. if there's a couple of people, great. Well, you can contact them yourself. Do it yourself. Or, <laughs> do it yourself. If there's, if there's 25,000 people, yeah. then that's fantastic news. However, that's too broad. You can't yeah. contact them all at once. Uh, uh, so you drill down and drill down. It's always so better to start. the screws, narrow, it. narrow. And Started then narrow at, down, at, yeah. at, a, at a, I was just talking today with one of the account managers that she'd done an initial search for a client who didn't think they've got much of a target market. And she said, oh, there's nine and a half thousand in this set just in 25 miles of the postcode you wanted to work with. <laughs> So we go. We've we've tightened it and tightened it. We've took some industries out. We've yeah. took some uh, sizes of business down because we thought, right, let's go really specific. Let's try and target between fifty and two hundred and fifty people, and we only want these titles. Yeah. So it's so much easier when you start bigger. Exactly, segment it. You know, because that's down. the difference. So if you've got the cus- the the profile of the customer might be the same. However, yeah. the industries might vary, and I think if you're then. Uh, going at multiple industries then your message message is going to be more generic so the more that you can be niche or focused and specific about a message that was the word it was an interesting conversation the other day with a with the company that targets care homes Mm. uh, because of some very specific software that helps the care homes now the message that would go out to the care home and the more the the clinical people Mm. that run a care home would be very different to the people that run the financial and IT mm. side because the financial people generally want to, 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 to save the costs on what they're paying already. The IT side want to make their life easier so that they, mm. all the carers can yeah. use the software better and the care managers want it easier for the people to use. So you see you've got a very similar target market, but you've got three different messages. And actually, if you think about it, uh, what you've just sort of, um, that, that, that cr- picture that you've just painted mm. there, if you get that wrong, then you can see how things would quickly fall flat, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're giving somebody a message that they're just not minute, interested. Next in. minute, you're blocked off LinkedIn for spamming yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your targeting is absolutely critically important, and if you if you get it right, then that's the difference between connection, uh, acceptance, or or yeah. being declined, isn't it? So don't just want, we don't just want yeah. filling up with a a load of people that say, oh, I've got 30,000 connections. Well, so what? Yeah. If they're not your target market, it's a waste of time. So yeah. Yeah, building up that target market So that's really some great important. takeaways there to think about how you get get your targeting personal, mm-hmm. how you personalize it, the importance of it, what areas can you focus on, how much market research you need to do. And even if you're in a more traditional market, that doesn't mean to say that these target audiences aren't something you shouldn't revisit regularly. So that's uh, so we'll wrap that up, and then next time we're going to be talking about how to apply the targeting to connection. So see okay. you next time. See you next time. You've been listening to Ninja Marketing in Ten Minutes, specializing in marketing on LinkedIn. Ten minutes in and out. Experts in marketing using LinkedIn. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we hope you got some useful and practical information. For more, follow on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Ian Nicklin. Till next time.
will be hiding in the shadows.